Joe Suchere. degrees there, uh, Chief. Very chilly. Does it feel like 31? You always think it's a different temperature. You're not sure what it's supposed to be. Although, that apparently is what the temperature's supposed to be. Okay. We live in bleak times, don't we? I'm not sure what to make of uh, everything summarized in the last several weeks. Or I should say months. We're hurting with the nature with these storms as well. The center is not holding. Uh, two of the five deadliest mass shootings in modern history happened in the last 35 days. In Vegas on October 1st, 58 killed. Uh, Pulse nightclub, June 12, 2016, 49 killed. Virginia Tech, 32 killed. April 16, 2007. Sandy Hook, 27 killed, December 14, 2012. First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs, yesterday, 26 killed. Luby's Cafeteria, do you remember this? October 16, 1991, in Colleen, Texas, 35-year-old George Hennard crashed his pickup truck through the wall of a Luby's Cafeteria. After exiting the truck, Hennard shoots and kills 23 people and then took his own life. Yes. McDonald's in San Y San Y S I D R O. Y S I D R O. Isidro. 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 Twenty-one killed. July 18, nineteen eighty-four, in San Isidro, California. Forty-one-year-old James Huberty, armed with a long-barreled Uzi, a pump-action shotgun, and a hat gun, handgun, shot and killed twenty-one adults and children at a McDonald's. A police sharpshooter killed Huberty one hour after the rampage. University of Texas, 18 killed, August 1st, 1966, Joe Charles Whitman. San Bernardino, December 2, 2015, 14 killed. Edmond, Oklahoma, August 20, 1986, 14 killed. Part-time mail carrier Patrick Henry Sherrill, uh, armed with three handguns, killed 14 postal workers in 10 minutes and then took his own life. But two of the five are in the last 35 days. <clears throat> uh, there's no answer to what, what we can do. The man hailed as a hero for confronting the Texas mass shooter during his rampage is a sharpshooting plumber with no military background who hit the gunman through a gap in his body armor, according to a police report. Stephen Williford managed to shoot Devin Kelly before jumping in another man's truck and chasing him down. Kelly blew himself away after wiping out in the SUV, according to Wilson County Sheriff Joe Tackett. Texas Department of Public Safety Chief Freeman Martin said Willif Williford grabbed his rifle and engaged the suspect after Kelly left the First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs, where he opened fire with an assault rifle and killed 26 people. An area resident told the uh, Daily Mail that Williford, an avid biker who attends another church, learned about the shooting when his daughter called to say a man clad in b 
body armor was shooting worshipers. You know what this guy decided to do? Let's go. I'm in. He was in. He was in. The locals said that all Williford has no military background. He did not hesitate when he came face-to-face with the suspect and managed to squeeze off a round that struck the gunman who had dropped his Ruger AR-15 variant. Williford jumped into a truck driven by another local, Johnny Lagendorf, who witnessed the confrontation and the pair gave chase. Lagendorf later told reporters about the dramatic pursuit. I pulled up to the intersection where the shooting happened, and I saw two men exchanging gunfire, the other being a citizen of the community, he said. The shooter had taken off, fled in his vehicle, and the other guy came and said, we need to pursue him, and he just shot up the church, so that's what I did. I just acted. He said he said he didn't know who the heroic citizen was at the time. He was just a member of the community, and whenever he came to my vehicle in distress with his weapon. He explained very quickly what happened. He got into the truck and I knew it was just time to go, according to KSAT. So we were doing about 95 miles an hour going around traffic and everything, he said. Eventually he came to a kind of a slowdown and after that we got within just a few feet of him and he got off the road. He lost control and that's whenever I put the vehicle in park. The other gentleman jumped out, meaning uh, the plumber, and had his rifle drawn on him and he didn't move after that. Legend Langendorf's girlfriend, Summer Cadell, said Kelly died a few feet away from Langendorf. The local man said that Kelly was already dead when they found him. He was bleeding pretty bad, the resident told the news outlet of Kelly uh, while he was driving. He didn't live much longer than that. Martin confirmed that the police had found Kelly dead. We are not sure if it was self-inflicted or if he was shot by a local resident, the police office uh, official said. You know, and I, I don't doubt, I don't doubt uh, the heroism of the plumber who confronted Kelly. Right. I, I wonder uh, uh, if, if, in fact, he died from the plumber shooting him carefully between the— Boy, boy I hope so. The gap in the body armor. Yeah, I wonder if uh, law enforcement is saying no, no, he shot himself just to just to save this guy the grief. Oh, I see what you're saying of having to go through the B as in B S as in S that he'd have to go through. You know, you shoot somebody in this country, you're in big trouble, even when you're in the right. So, uh, well, that's true. Then litigation. No, no, he off himself. Maybe that's Paul. Joe, I may be mistaken about this, but it's a question that I need help with, and it's something I thought about uh, for a while. Why all the mass shootings in America? I mean, we had the one terrorist shooting at a concert in France a couple of years ago, but we don't hear about you know idiots walking into McDonald's in Austria and shooting it up. Or is it because of the prevalence of guns and the freedom here, or it, what? What else is going on that? This is this seems to be centered in America, and I'm trying to figure out why. How heavy do you want me to get? <sighs> Got to solve it, brah. I don't have the wisdom of Solomon. Well, nobody does. It's just depressing. I mean, I, I go to church. I'm an avid churchgoer, and, and frankly, it's the most dangerous place I go <laughs> lately. And, well, and it, based it on yesterday, me based on yesterday it's it's really probably not the most dangerous place well tennessee had one about three weeks ago hmm. 14 people were killed in a, in a small church in tennessee that didn't make this list i just read no yeah, maybe it wasn't for it look it up it, it was just it just happened a few hmm. weeks ago at a church in a small town church in tennessee mm-hmm. some guy went in there and just blew a bunch of people away 
Well, the and, way uh, the way things are going, the way things are going, where where would you not be vulnerable? Exactly. Uh, Walmart in Colorado last mm-hmm. week, uh, a concert in Vegas. I mean, it goes on and on, uh, walking down a bike path. <laughs> but that, that, that was terrorism. That's just, uh, I, I'm, I'm just befuddled. Well, why, you're, you're... why all the mass shootings in America? Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. All right, thank you. Okay, yep. I've got your answer, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it was a Tennessee, September 20th, 2017. I'm trying to find if the number of people that were killed. It didn't make this list I had from CBS. One person was killed and oh. seven others oh, injured. That's why which it didn't is probably the, why it didn't make the didn't list. Didn't make the list. Why in the hell would you shoot people in church? Well, this guy Isn't that messing with karma. This devil uh, apparently had trouble with his mother-in-law, who was a congregant there, but not in church yesterday, and he had been sending vile texts to his uh, in-laws. Uh, yesterday morning, and then went to the church and opened fire, clad in his uh, black uh, combat suit, including a uh, bulletproof vest. And the plumber uh, who shot him uh, was descri- is described as an expert marksman. Good. Who figured out where to shoot him. There's where a good prevailed mm-hmm. in such a horrible yeah, situation. And I hope, he, I hope he stays out of trouble. I mean, but they keep answer, saying they believe he died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And the other thing that hasn't been clear to me, and again, we're not even 48 hours out yet. Uh, the shooter, Kelly, took a hostage in his truck as he fled. That's that's the report I read. But I haven't read anything th- th- to indicate that the, that there was a hostage or... Couldn't the hostage corroborate whether the Kelly shot himself or not? Uh, maybe John Hyde will have more when he does his uh, newscast right. in a couple minutes here. Just a moment. It's the end of the world as we know it. And he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Actually, I don't feel fine. No, we got some garage logic work to do, don't we? I don't have the answer. The The temptation is to craft theories that may very well end up being worth about the breath that it takes to state them. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But it is true uh, that it is becoming commonplace. You, you know, gun control makes for boring radio, in my estimation. I would agree. You're not going to... Nobody's going to change their argument. There are vastly, I mean, it's it's so obvious it doesn't need stating. There are vastly more honest, good gun owners than there are not. And you could have done everything in the world in terms of gun control, and you're not going to prevent Vegas, and you're not going to prevent yesterday. So Okay, so then when we take a second look at this. Um, the other thing, well, let me, let okay. me, let me finish. Sure. Now, this guy was dishonorably discharged from the Air Force because of a domestic abuse charge. Okay. Now, I don't know how that would have played. I don't know how that would have factored in his ability to buy weapons, if in fact it did at all. But in my world, uh, that should have. If you march into a gun store and you want to buy an AR-15, mm-hmm. uh if in fact you can, uh, it seems to me, given our advanced technology, 
that the proprietor of that store can run his name and see, wait a minute, you were, uh, you were kind of drummed out of the Air Force here on questionable circumstances. You're, you're not, uh, I'm not selling you a weapon. I don't think I'm depriving anybody of their rights at that point. No, but that's going to be the argument from the, the gun lobby. The gun lobby has got to, has got to give a little bit here. And we have to, we have to, uh, there has to be a common sense way to profile, to background check, to do all of that. Well, that's why I say, well, look, if, if you were, if you were, uh, you didn't even make it in the Air Force because of domestic abuse charges, uh, well, it goes back that's to, disqualify uh, is you Reavers from, in there? Yeah, he's right here. Reeves, what's the, uh, study that we, uh, the, the stat, the statistical guy, uh, Oh, oh Nate, uh, Silver. Nate Silver, and the, 538.com. 538.com, yes. and the woman who wrote the study and desperately wanted to be able to say we need uh, gun control, but came up using statistical information and analysis, came up with uh, measures that have nothing to do with broad-based gun control. But one of her measures was no one with a domestic abuse allegation or charge or whatever should be able to get a gun. Uh, this this would be that case if, in fact, this played into it. I don't know. We're not 48 hours out yet. I know, but the devil's advocate side would be, what if you're falsely charged because you have this domestic, and then you have to hand in all your hunting rifles? Doesn't sound like this guy was falsely charged, does it? No, it doesn't. Not him. Stu? Yes, Joel. Yes. Uh, one of the lines on the Form 4473 is, that, have you ever been dishonorably discharged and it disqualifies you for a, a firearm? All right. Thank you. Um, good luck. Yeah. I'm using, the word, I'm using the words dishonorably discharged. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can verify that. Did I read too hastily? And again, not being 48 hours out, uh, God knows what facts we're currently missing. In 2012, he was sentenced to a year in military prison. Wouldn't that constitute a dishonorable discharge? I would think so. Uh, what's this one say? You have to be so careful in the uh, what you're <clears throat> who you're reading. Pardon? I said you have to be very careful who you're reading, what your source is. But this is Kelly, who served in the Logistics Readiness Unit at Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico from 2010 until his discharge in 2014, was court-martialed in 2012 on charges of assaulting his wife and child. He was given a bad conduct discharge, confinement for 12 months, and a reduction in rank, according to Air Force spokeswoman Ann Stefanik. Wouldn't that be enough to disqualify you from buying a gun? Uh, In my world, that would be enough to disqualify you from buying a gun. Yes. Court-martialed on charges of assaulting his wife and child, which apparently stood up because he was given a bad conduct discharge and confinement for 12 months and a reduction in rank. So, again, I don't know how that factored into his ability to buy a weapon. I don't know. Neil. Yeah, uh, Mr. Mayor. Um, Citizen A goes in and tries to buy a a gun, and he's allowed to buy a gun um, because of his record. 
and he's law-abiding, and citizen B can't buy a, a gun legally, he can go out in the market and on the street if you have the money and buy almost anything you want. So right. therein lies the problem. And I don't think this is such a recent uh, situation. What's the shooting back at the college where the sniper sat up on the tower, what, in what, the 70s? 1966, Charles Whitman. There you go, sir. Mm-hmm. Jeff? Yeah, I, I just want to try and clarify. I, I, you guys already answered my question, but I don't remember if a bad conduct discharge carries a felony tag with it. I don't know either. There's, there's like four different types of discharges. There's general discharge at the entry level. There's Section 8, which is the medical. And then there's a bad conduct uh, uh, discharge under other than honorable condition, and then a dishonorable discharge, with, which definitely has the, the felony tag to it. You can't even vote when you get one of those. You do, if he did 12 months, I'm thinking that he, he may have that felony on him. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Is that what Klinger was always trying to get, that Section 8? What did I do there? What did I do? Get that. We're done. Kelly. Kelly. Uh, uh, I'm, yeah, I just want to say I'm with you, Joe. I don't see why we can't bend a little on the laws. But I also see that every time we give an inch, mm-hmm. we got to be careful what that inch is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your last caller, you know, a couple of callers ago also said something about how, you know, you can just go out in the market and buy whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that have to do with current gun laws? Mm-hmm. How do you, you know, that has nothing to do with guys like you and me that legally purchase firearms. Right. All right. Thank you. Right. Uh, we're going to be back, and John Height will have more. As Time I, is flying already. As bro. I say, when you're not even 48 hours of a major news story, there's too many blanks left to fill in. John, as is our custom. Yes. Uh, Kyle, go ahead, please. Kyle. All right. He was going to tell us the difference between dishonorable and. Bad conduct. Go ahead, uh, John Height in the newsroom. Thanks, Joe. Cloudy. Uh, it has clouded up. It was nice and sunny, and now it's getting darker. It's going to be dark degrees. early today, John. Yep. Wild start road trip tonight. Like how is it 21st, or how I'm you not doing? a daylight savings fan. Yeah. Just give me one time all year long. Mm-hmm. I'll be happy with that. Because you look at clocks that you may not have changed back and instantly go, oh, it's already 1230? Ever do that? I do. Wild starter road trip tonight. Thanks for letting us in. <laughs> that probably bothers you a little more than some other people, too, Joe, I'm guessing. No, not really. Oh, okay. uh, because you figure it out. I was able to fix the clock in my car. He's go. a good clock fixer. Yep. Uh, the Wild have four on the road. I think road. it's tough on Careful. infants and toddlers. Uh-huh. Oh, you think? Yeah. Pets. Yep. That was a lot of fun yesterday. Wild have four on the road through this Saturday, starting with a game against the Bruins in Boston this evening. Timberwolves won their fifth in a row last night. They beat Charlotte. They're at Golden State on Wednesday night. Carl Anthony Towns makes interesting facial gestures. <laughs> I can't tell if he's in pain or he's constantly uh, writhing or no, monitoring his own performance <laughs> or uh, very interesting to watch him. The Twins have hired former Cleveland Indians and Tampa Bay hitting coach Derek Shelton as their bench coach. The 47-year-old Shelton spent last season as quality control coach for the Toronto Blue Jays. He was the Indians hitting coach from 2005 through 2009, then spent seven seasons in that same job with the Rays from 2010 to 2016. For the Twins, that position came open last week in Joe Vavra. 
left to join former Twins manager Ron Gardenhire's new staff in Detroit. Is what is the inside word on Vavra? Did uh, is he just like Gardy that much, or they didn't have any? Um, there wasn't any rift or anything between him and Mahler, was there? I have no, no idea. I don't know. He's I, just tight yeah, with Gardner. He's just yeah, okay. a buddy. Got it. Uh, in he, fact, he has one or two kids in the twin system. Uh, At least one, one, if not two. News notes from today. Authorities say the gunman who opened fire in a Texas church had sent threatening text messages to his mother-in-law who attended the church but wasn't there yesterday. Texas Department of Public Safety Regional Director Freeman Martin said today the mass shooting stemmed from a domestic situation was not racially or religiously motivated, although there are reports from people who went to school with the gunman that he was an atheist. Authorities say that evidence at the scene leads them to believe that Devin Patrick Kelly died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound after he crashed his car. But the cousin of the plumber that you talked about, Joe, Mm -hmm. was on CNN just a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. He said his cousin, uh, the plumber, does not want any publicity. Uh, But he said he told him as he fired at this fellow, he thought he was able to hit him three different times. He looked like he reacted three different times like he was shot before he got into his car. Plus, have you been able to determine, did he, in fact, the shooter, grab a hostage? According to the cousin... There was another person in the car. Well, yes. that person should answer the question. Did exactly. he kill himself or not? Exactly. Well, I, you can find no information online about a, quote, hostage. Uh, the only way I, I heard you say it, that's the first I actually had heard of it. And then when I listened to this interview with the cousin, he said there was another fellow in the car. They went to mm-hmm. make sure he was okay after they realized. I don't know if I'm out of bounds here. Uh, but I find myself wondering if law enforcement is attempting to do the plumber a favor. Yeah, by saying that. Uh, and I wouldn't blame them, by the way. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll also come out in the autopsy. Maybe if, maybe they're not only trying to do him a hassle favor, but an emotional favor. Yeah. Uh, and the cousin addressed that, too. He said the cousin is a bit distraught, obviously. Mm-hmm. He said he took a man's life. And, yes, it's, it's bothering him. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Kelly was dressed in black tactical style gear and armed with an assault rifle, opened fire inside the church, killing 26 people in that attack. Uh, They're saying 20 people are in the hospital. At least 10 are still in critical condition. Once the shooting started at the First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs, there was likely no way for anyone to escape. That, according to Wilson County Sheriff Jody Tackett Jr., officials say it was 20 others that were wounded. I mean, in the crazy world we live in, can you imagine the plumber could get sued? Ugh, right. Be nuts. That's how screwed up things are. Mm-hmm. And he's an absolute hero yep. based on what we know today. Did absolute you, hero. Did you see uh, he uh, he was barefoot the whole time? He ran wow. out of his house barefoot wow. with his rifle, got into a little shooting match with the guy, and then jumped in the truck with this other fellow. Langendorf. Langendorf. Yeah. How about, uh, there's so many, and I don't mean to make light of this, but there's so many characters in here that just look like Texas guys. They really do. Including Langendorf with the tattoos and the little goatee and the, the cowboy, cowboy hat. hat. But yeah. right One to... stoplight town with a post office. Yeah, exactly. Uh, more about Kelly's background, too. Uh, you talked about his time in the Air Force. Apparently, a retired Colonel Don Christensen, who was the chief prosecutor for the Air Force at the time, said he assaulted his stepson so severely that he fractured the stepson's skull. That's got to show up at my gun shop. Yeah. It's got to show up. Now, yeah. And again, I don't know where he got the gun. I don't uh, know. Christensen said uh, that uh, Kelly pled to intentionally doing that. Mm. And that's how he ended up with 12 months confinement and reduction to the lowest possible rank. After his confinement, he was discharged from the military with a bad conduct discharge. And uh, as you've said, Joe, it's unclear at this point whether his conviction would have barred him from purchasing a gun. I don't know how it could not, but... 
Well, now you can probably see the beef that he had with his mother-in-law, you know, his motivation for doing this because she was probably, you know, right in his face saying, you dummy, look what you did to my son or, you know, your son or stepson. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Meanwhile, uh, here closer to home, a 34-year-old woman has been found dead in Shakopee after police were dispatched to a report of a male who may have killed his wife. Shakopee police report, uh, report that officers were dispatched to the incident this morning. 34-year-old woman was found dead. The 31-year-old male from Shakopee arrested a short time later at a nearby Hampton Inn. According to the release, no other suspects are being sought, and the police department does not believe it was a random act. Over the weekend, U.S. Senator Rand Paul was attacked by a neighbor. He's recovering from five broken ribs. The neighbor apparently tackled him from behind while he was on a riding lawnmower. Senior advisor Doug Stafford said it's unclear when the Republican will return to work since he's in considerable pain, also having difficulty getting around, including flying. Uh, Stafford said this type of injury is marked by severe pain that can last for weeks to months. Uh, right now, uh, they have arrested 59-year-old Rene Boucher, who is the uh, neighbor. He is a doctor. He's been charged with misdemeanor fourth-degree assault, uh, but that could change because now the FBI and federal officials are looking into it because, of course, he's a senator. So uh, And the one, one small... Silver lining, a ray of hope mm-hmm. in that story. Mm. He was on his own writing. I was going to. I was going to bring this up. What is the strangest thing about that story? A United States <laughs> senator cutting his own grass. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? The center right there. Yeah. Stood. It still. held a little. It there. Stood still a yeah. little bit. <laughs> Many in the Chaska area been surprised to see a female emu on the loose in what? recent weeks. You haven't seen it, Chris? No. Hasn't been Reeves? to your yard yet. No, not yet. It's probably there now. The bird escaped from its owners, Wendy and Warren Pfeiffer, two months ago, and it's evaded capture ever since. The Chaska Police Department said it's received only one call about the bird, that coming about a week ago. How big's an emu? Uh, very How big. big oh, you could anyway. see it, Chris, if you ever went home. You'd probably, it's probably something <laughs> nesting in your backyard on your deck. There have been plenty of sightings popping up on social media. Uh, Chris, they're well over six feet tall and wow. weigh, weigh anywhere from 66 to 121 pounds. Holy mackerel. Now, emus cannot fly, so they just look funny. Oh, so it's just Roman. Yeah, they just look funny running around. they got like the long, long legs. Yeah, kind of like an ostrich. Are they ostrich. common to this area? No. Absolutely. Well, not. what is this? A pet that got loose? Yes, exactly. Oh, from yeah. from oh, the did you listen to the story? From, I didn't hear from that the pipers. Yeah. Oh, from the par- the people there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, he's over at like the Crooked Pint <laughs> in Chaska, waiting for the curling club to get over. Crooked Pint. That's a great name. Uh, wow. Wendy Pfeiffer says anyone who sees the emu uh, should uh, call police. She said she or Warren need to be there to tranquilize the bird with a dart oh. should it be found. So uh, all I'm picturing is Will Ferrell in old school when he gets tranquilized with a dart. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to suck out the poison. Yeah, let me go find someone. <laughs> now I'm going to, maybe we'll go bird hunting tonight. Go that is a big bird. I'm looking at a picture of an emu. It's huge. Do well, they attack people? I, I was going to say, I don't think I'd get close to it, though, if it were. So wait a minute. Wait this, a was a, this was a pet of somebody, the Pfeiffers. Uh, the Pfeiffers, The yeah. Pfeiffers. Uh, so they obviously had a, a farm-style joint. Sure. Because you're not having I, this in a studio apartment. Well, no, obviously not. Probably not in town. I would think it'd be... I've never known anyone who's owned an emu, an emu, emu, emu. Wow. emu. What emu. about emu Phillips? Joe, do you remember uh, the comedian that used to have the the emu, the emu Phillips? No, no. Do you remember this no, Joe I at don't. all? I don't. Uh, he it was a, a puppet. Uh, I don't. Uh, what, what do you call him? A dummy? Not like Jeff a dummy? Dunham. Yeah. A dummy? No. This was in the sixties. Oh. I, I don't. Uh, yeah. Wayland 
Waylon, Jennings. Waylon Flowers. And Waylon Flowers Waylon and, Flowers and Madam. Madam. That's it and right Madam. there. Okay, Waylon that, Flowers that and rings Madam. a bell. Yeah. Let yeah. me just, this is probably why Reavers doesn't uh, know about the emu. They have been known to go weeks without eating and they drink infrequently. <laughs> so maybe that's why that's you haven't uh, caught it. up with those guys. Is Dave Dahl waiting? He is. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're at 31 degrees. Should hit a high of about 32 or 33. That's going to be about it today. So right around the freezing point for an afternoon temp. We're going to have a few flurries develop later on this afternoon, this evening. doesn't look like much at this point. If there's going to be any measurable snow, it's going to be in the far southwestern part of the state. They have a pretty good line of uh, snow showers moving out of eastern South Dakota, and that's going to spread across the southwestern part of our state. But for us, a few flurries, cloudy, cloudy skies, low tonight down to 21. Tomorrow, then, partly sunny, still cold, a high of 34. Mostly clear tomorrow night, all the way down to 20. That'll be the coldest night so far this season. Wednesday, mostly sunny, 38. 28 on Thursday as it really drops. 15 for the low Thursday night. Uh, partly cloudy skies expected. And there's a chance of some snow developing Friday night into Saturday. And at this point, it looks like it'll become mixed with rain on Saturday. Saturday's high about 34. It jumps to 46, though, a week from today. Early next week, nice little warming trend. Gives us uh, temps back in the mid-40s for highs, and that's actually above average. Going for a high today, Joe, of about 33. Right now we're at 31. All right, thank you. An emailer has provided me the work that you two should have done. But that's been the tone of the show for years, hasn't it? I have a list of the military discharges. Let's, uh, let's... Put our information up against your information. You go first. All right. Yep. The shooter received a bad conduct discharge from the Air Force. The bad conduct discharge is only passed on to enlisted military members and is given by a court-martial due to punishment for bad conduct. A bad conduct discharge is often preceded by time in military prison. Virtually all veterans' benefits are forfeited if discharged due to a bad conduct. Dishonorable discharge. If the military considers a service member's actions to be reprehensible, the general court-martial can determine a dishonorable discharge is in order. Murder and sexual assault are examples of situations which would result in a dishonorable discharge. I hope so. If someone is dishonorably discharged from the military, they are not allowed to own firearms according to U.S. federal law. Military members who receive a dishonorable discharge forfeit all military and veterans' benefits, and may have a difficult time finding work in the civilian sector. I don't know how the military has drawn the distinction between bad conduct and dishonorable, for it certainly strikes me that cracking a child's skull is reprehensible. Yes. I don't know why he got off with bad conduct, nor do I know if the discharge played any role in his ability to uh, secure a weapon, which he bragged about on Facebook, showing it in a photograph and saying, this is a bad B-word. Mm. Showing, Possi- a, possi- showing a picture of the uh, weapon. This is a bad B word. And possibly they cut a deal though with the military, and so he he pled it down, so to speak. I know, but I, I I'm uh, uh, I'm very aware of our Second Amendment rights, and uh, uh, I don't want to uh, uh, get into a whole uh, drawn out uh, uh, argument about uh, gun control. But I don't think it's too much that as the proprietor of a gun shop. I'm fed that information. Right. Again, uh, given our technology, 
it seems entirely feasible to me that upon the bad, con- well, if bad conduct does not prevent you from owning a weapon under federal law. So I, maybe the military needs to revise the bad conduct discharge, especially well, when you crack open the head of a little kid. You don't get to, I'm not, I, I want the information that would allow me not to sell you anything. But again, then he could have gone into the wildcat market and gotten anything he wanted. So, okay, so this is going to be the debate, though, and I think the the NRA and the the gun lobby really needs to recognize we're really living in different times right now, and something I, I don't know what needs to be done, but something does because people are slipping through the cracks. And the caller earlier that said you can go get it on the street, you just have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. That's true, mm-hmm. but. Those, Do we know if this guy worked? Is that I have not read that in any. I reports. haven't seen a job uh, at mm-hmm. all or a career. Well, it's depressing, is what it is. You got to think the there are probably times when the rest of the world looks at us and thinks, "What the hell is wrong with these people? What's going on over What's there? What's going on?" Especially at a church, I, the if you have a beef with your mother-in-law, sh- shout it out and and well, I guess it's, it was too complex. I'm making it very simple. In this car chase, man, this is, you know, again, like Johnny said, not to make light of anything, but this is right out of a, a Netflix series. The, the, uh, in the car chase, they were exchanging gunfire for 11 miles before Kelly wrecked out. Asked on CNN what went through his mind during the chase, Langendorf said nothing. Get him, because that's what you do. You chase the bad guy. So Langendorf is the guy driving by in a pickup truck. He's driving. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's right out of central casting. Yep. He's got the cowboy hat, the tattoos, the whole deal. I think he even had a shirt with pearl buttons. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> but uh, the other fellow, help me. Uh, the barefoot guy. After his name is well, escaping we, me. We need it. And we need it right now. Uh, I have it. Stephen Williford. Williford who's a, an avid biker, it was said. I, I, that's apropos of nothing, but apparently also a good shot. So Langendorf comes driving by. Uh, at the time, this Kelly is leaving the church, and... La- uh, and uh, Williford. Williford had received a phone call from his daughter, and he took off barefoot and got over there uh, as the devil is coming out of the church. And they, they draw down on each other, and Williford fires. Uh, what we're now learning from John's latest newscast is he fired three times and believed he was successful. Mm-hmm. So Kelly gets in a truck, apparently with a hostage okay. who has been unheard from. Right. He's going to take off. They take off. Williford sees Langerford, flags him down, says, go, I'm getting in your truck. Here's why. That guy just shot up the church. Let's go. And Langerford takes off after him at high speed, and they're shooting each other for 11 miles. Uh, and it was Langeford who said Williford rushed to the scene barefoot when he heard the gunfire. From what I know, he was just taking a nap and heard the gunshots and reacted, Langendorf mm-hmm. told CNN. He came out, he was barefoot, he had no shoes on or nothing, but he was ready to act. Summer Cadell, the girlfriend, I don't know where she was, said she thought it was awesome Langendorf, her boyfriend, jumped into action. I couldn't pick a better person to do that, she told CNN. He did an amazing job. Uh, He was the driver, in other words. At Kelly's home in an isolated area of New Braunfels, about 35 miles north of Sutherland Springs, 
A Comal County Sheriff vehicle blocked the entrance Monday. A beware of dog sign was attached to the gate where a dented mailbox bears the address, according to Reuters. And then here we get the fact that he served in the Logistics Readiness Unit at Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico from 2010 until his discharge in 2014, was court-martialed in 2012 on charges of assaulting his wife and child, and that resulted in only a bad conduct discharge. I don't understand that. No? Well, but you'll, we'll learn more. Those who care to find out more will. It's just that we aren't even at uh, 48 hours out yet from uh, learning what happened. Uh, could you take us to break? No, I can do it. Here we go. You got it? New news keeps breaking, as is the uh, case with a major story like this. Uh, when we come back, I can tell you he did have employment. Oh, he did. Uh, Why is that being uh, quiet? I, I, as as these uh, tragedies unfold, it takes a long time to get your ducks in a row. Okay. And to get everything straightened out. Uh, back on brand for a moment. Timberwolves have won five straight now for the first time in how many years? 2007. Isn't that something? It is. Hey, is we got a club, Uh Yeah, and it's a good thing because you, I don't know if you have much of a wild club. Or wait, no, I'm sorry. First time they've been four games, four games above 500 since 2007. And the first time in a long time that they've won five in a row. That's right. impressive. Yeah. They're a good club. 1,500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis, the... The Wild are, uh, where are they tonight? Montreal? No. No, they already played Les I'll Habitants. tell you when I'll we check. come back. Yeah.